so close, no matter how far. Couldn't be much more from the heart. Forever trusting who we are. No, nothing else matters. Never open myself this way. Life is ours, we live it always And all these words I don't just say yeah. And nothing else matters Trust our seek and I find in you Every day for us something new Joining us this week, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. So this song, you know, sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm on YouTube and I'm either listening to the Psalms or Paul's letter to the Colossians, or sometimes I'll look at music, and this was from an interview on the Howard Stern Show with Metallica and Miley Cyrus as the vocalist. That she's kind of, I never, I, whenever I think Miley Cyrus, I think Hannah Montana. Oh, she's come a long way since that. She actually wrote this song after she'd gone through a divorce and her house had burned down in the fires that they had in California. So she, uh, but you know, Metallica—that's the band you think of, Inner Sandman and heavy metal. But this is with them, and they had this song on one of their albums. I like the chord change here. I like the harmony. Sounds like Joan Jett. 
Doesn't she sound a little like Joan Jett? It's pretty strong. I didn't know she had that kind of gravel down in there. I didn't either. And Metallica kind of is a departure from their MO. It's a little bit softer for yeah, them, too. Yeah, it's not as heavy metal. Anyway. So, as we record this on Friday for play on Saturday morning, we try to bump the recording of these shows as close as we can to the date that it comes out so that it's current. We've had a whole lot of things go on this week. Um, one of the things that happened, uh, suddenly prayer in public places and at public events became okay again. Um, and it looks like it worked <laughs> because Damar Hamlin seems to be on the road to a full recovery. I mean, it looks Yeah, they like, took the, they apparently took the uh, breathing assistance away. He's breathing on his own. Overnight, he's breathing on his own. The first question he asked in writing was, did his team win? Which gave them the belief that his mental faculties are fully intact. They I, re- st- I read that, and I, I, I've got to tell you, I've, <laughs> it's like I don't even believe it unless I see him holding up like a hostage with a with a daily newspaper in front of him that says, "Yes, today is today." I just there's there's just a lot of there's some interesting things that are going on about that story. I just I'm I'm a little I'm I'm not as I'm not as promising. Well, I guess. Okay. Did you see Let's, the full? Well, I know your phys, your whole physician thing is a little. Well, here's here's but, the thing. Put all that aside. American people said prayers they fell to their knees i I was told that um at the stadium and we nearly went to the game i mean it was just too much because the game started at 8 30 and we would have either had to stay up there or get home at two o'clock in the morning on a business school night yeah and so we didn't go and i saw the thing happen he didn't get hit that hard but something then they're they're saying this commodium thing, which is where you get your heart gets hit. Something happened. We know he did lose his. Um, I texted my friend Ellery Moore, who played um, football at the University of Kentucky, used to be my trainer. I texted him and said, "I think that kid just died," and he said, "I do too." And you know what? That's exactly what happened because he had no heartbeat. Right. He was dead. He probably had an out-of-body experience. They got him back. And there, it's documented now that there's lots more uh, near-death experiences than there were 50 years ago because they have the ability to revive people. So he came back. Then he goes into a, a forced coma. I, you know, I don't – the causes, I'm not going to go there right now. I will simply say – Prayer that, work. Yeah. There's, well, point. I don't even yeah. – maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I believe it does. That's me. I'm not sure you can always. I'm not sure you can always uh, objectify it that way. But it, the thing that that worked, was that Americans sort of broke out of their lockstep fear of expressing spiritual thoughts and prayers and opinions in public in a cascading fashion. And 
from the players that, to the coaches to yeah. I mean, and it, and, it's and that a, was, and of course, there's all these comments. Well, you know, what about the EMTs? Why didn't they get to quit? You know, they see this, and then they had to go to the next call and kind of thing. And you know, the football players all quit, and now you know they're not going to do the game. And I, I'm not going to comment on all the outside stuff. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to focus on the fact that it was as if there was a sea change in terms of our perception of how, uh, you know, spiritual matters. This is the way revivals can start, especially when there's been people praying for, and I, I'm a, a person, <clears throat> instead of building from prayer a pup tent, I'm more interested in building a a, a a stone castle, uh, something that'll be there for 1500 years. So when I think of praying for things, I think of centuries of what, you know, putting bricks in a centuries old wall, something that'll last hundreds of years after I'm gone. And you see what is a true sea change in American (coughs) thought process? You know, what are we as Americans? Are we the culmination of millennia of struggling um, people from countries all over the world where they were beaten down and hit in the mouth for ever expressing an opinion for centuries, you know, under all this yoke of oppression for thousands of years, did we get to be the ones that are the tip of the spear? Now we are in danger of going the other direction. And so when you pray, the whole, all the saints now and before or, or go before you and are with you. And there are, there are events. I see I've lost everybody on this. Elizabeth went and got a drink of water. I mean, I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense, but we see the effect of things that have been going on for centuries. When something happens, you know, this idea of somebody changing their heart away from God towards God is is that a tipping point what we saw with this kid you know who just it he happened to be there when people were ready to tip over that way next thought the the battle for speaker, speaker of, the, of the house yeah so getting ready to the 13th going on the 13th ballot cast okay it'll probably be 20 by the mm-hmm. time they're hearing this <clears throat> The only thing I can think of is your deeds will find you out. What do I mean by that? If people have found you to be self-serving, unreliable, changeable, fickle, subject to no spiritual anchor other than that of naked and raw power. Your time in the sun will reveal all those qualities. I feel that about Kevin McCarthy. I don't know why, but well, I do know I'm looking at the record. And I even think he's might maybe worse than Boehner and Ryan. And 
this says something about the state of politics in America that we're down to seven holdouts on this stuff. And it sounds like they found a way to either buy off or threaten the 14 that flipped over. Uh, when everybody is 100% of the Democrats think that the status quo is great and 90% of the Republicans think that the status quo is great, it's not a demo, it's not a republic anymore. It's the Politburo. Sadly, our 6th District Congressman will argue you till he's blue in the face that he is a fighter for uh, smaller government, uh, you know, uh, conservative principles and those kinds of things. But I think he's more like a paid fundraiser, which I've told him. It's just a simple disagreement that I have. Has it come to this? It has. That this guy and his grasp for power after 13 tries is so naked and transparent and that he has no shame or dignity to where when embarrassed, he just goes right back and does it again and gets embarrassed again. I mean, there comes a point where you keep doing something and it's embarrassing to other people who are embarrassed to you who don't know enough about what you're doing that you're embarrassed. You know, when you can do something so embarrassing that it doesn't embarrass you, but other people around you are embarrassed for you. You know what I'm talking about, it's Missy? Super ego. I think there's a super ego at play. The the McConnell McCarthy uh, part. This this piece. Of yeah, the but pie. ego can. I mean, I don't think it's. I think it's stupidity. I mean, I think it's. Um, I don't know if it's ego. Maybe it is, but it's being driven by some kind of insatiable thing that. I don't think he feels egotistical. I think he feels craven. I mean, like an addict, like uh, you know, a junkie, you know, for power. He's been shooting for this for so long, and uh, now he's going to have his power. And uh, but it's like it's like somebody who's got a needle in their arm. Well, it's like I think I sent you an article on cocaine, Mitch. You know, it's that it's that. It's like an addict. They, they, he just keeps going. And, and truly, I believe McConnell McCarthy and, and Mo- is a part of a serious problem because Republican voters are tired. They're tired of the party's failure to bring fiscal responsibility. And anybody that was a part of that $1.7 trillion omnibus package, you know, uh, green light is got to go. And I guess McCarthy, McCarthy he yes. says he didn't vote for it, did he? I thought he did. No, I don't think he did. I think he, that's, he drew the line on that. But anyway... The point is, um, you know, politics is messy and it should be. And uh, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever wanted something that bad that I would be willing to sacrifice all of my dignity to get it. Have I ever wanted anything that bad? 
Do you think I have? I mean, tell me. I, I could be unconscious about myself. If you're if you're asking your wife of 27 years, I don't think that I've ever seen a time when you wanted anything that badly. There were times when maybe you were hovering, but you always have kind of a, a return to center. Well, I mean, let, let's think about it. What are the big things? You know, we know what they are. Money, power, other things. I'm sort of. I don't think that's, I don't think those are your. You know, what is it that I like? I mean, I don't know. I don't think, maybe I'm not as motivated as this guy. Maybe, I don't know. I I, I I think it's really hard to judge from afar is what I think. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you judge the actions. You're not judging someone's heart. Because only God can do that. But you look at it, Jesus said, by your fruits, you shall know them. Basically, that's a very simple statement. You will see, based on what they do, what they're like. That doesn't have to be opaque. That's pretty freaking transparent, I think. So, government... Is something that God is interested in. Politics, the manipulation of people's emotions and actions to get into government, I don't think is something God is interested in, although I think he understands. But, um, you know, it says in Scripture, the meek shall inherit the earth. There is very little meekness going on, and yet there will come a time when they've torn everything down so much by fighting over it that the people left to clean up will be the janitors and the, <laughs> the you know, the simple people, the people that come in that are not walking around with their heads in the air. And I, we're going to get to your thing. It'll be in the second Oh, you're on a roll. Keep going. No, I mean, I just think there's going to come a point where like is, it's like after a big accident, who comes in and cleans up the EMTs, the, the, the $15, $20 an hour people. I mean, the people who are going to go home to their little place that they live and just trying to make ends meet, they will be the people who will run the earth and these driven power mad money driven political types, their day will be over with. Don't you think that simplicity keeps people closer to God? Well, I think that simplicity is a sign of being close to God because you begin to realize that just like it said in that song, nothing else matters. I mean, you know, she wrote that song after her house had burned down. She'd left, lost her marriage. Talking about Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And she said that the only thing that mattered in her life at that point was music, you know, just expressing herself. And there's so much soul in that, you know, it just seems like at one time our country was a simpler place because, you know, I, I think the big watershed in my generation was when President Kennedy was shot. I think that was where we realized there was a cold, dark, ugly, horrible side to life that little seven-year-old kids like me, 
at the time had never experienced. I was seven years old when Kennedy was shot. I remember teachers walking across the lawn at Cassidy School. We all had to go home early, and I walked. I think about the kids from 9-11, you know, same thing. Yeah, horrible. When things that just really did not make sense to you. And shook your world to the very core. Absolutely. That's even worse. Made you feel unsafe. Happened to your neighborhood. And, uh, you know, and and people are still dealing with that. And and shootings and things. Um, There's an ugliness in American life today that we didn't have when I was little. Uh, well, we did. I remember there were there was ugliness in the town I was born in. I think in different points of life, in the stages you're in, things have more impression on you when you're younger and the first experience of something that's earth-shattering. You know, the, the thing of killing, and I'll say it quickly. Well, I'll say it when we come back. It's, it's not... <laughs> it, it, it's, can't it, rush the thought I can't get it in in a minute let's talk about this uh oh I didn't fast forward you we gotta talk for another hour, minute well, no. let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it give me about another <laughs> 10 seconds go to, go, to, go to 5 minutes or something so I got it I mean listen to that smoky voice it's great you're listening to the Tom Dupree show with Missy Clifton we'll be back in just a few minutes with more conversation of the week's events Stay tuned. No, nothing else matters. Never open myself this way. Life is lost, we live it always. And all the words I don't just say. It was a cold and cruel evening Sneaking up on Speedy Creek I found myself sleeping in the snow For one or two odd reasons I ain't too proud to repeat For now I'll say I had no place to go It was a rustle and a humming Just a hauling down the street I threw myself up from my icy bed Painted on that shiny car, the letters RCMNP. I can feel a little aching in my head. And then I jumps this old boy about it twice the size of me. He asked me for my name and where I dwell. And I just looked him in the eye and sang Blue Yodel number nine. He didn't catch the reference, I could tell. Then the old familiar click And the handcuffs bind and grip You should have left me in the snow where I lay He just laughed and touched his gun And turned to me, he said Son, I bet you don't own a damn thing to your name Well, I got my help John B. Stetson Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show Joining us, Missy Clifton, our host Tom Dupree And we are powered by Dupree Financial Group Okay, that's the name of that song. 
It's called 13 Silver Dollars. It's by a young guy named Coulter Wall. He's from Saskatchewan. And when Adarsh and Mike and I went to Calgary to uh, go visit the oil companies in 2014, we also wanted to go visit a company in Saskatoon. And it was uh, an eight-hour drive, and everybody in Calgary said, oh, you don't want to drive that. You want to fly over there. And uh, we said, I think we'll drive. So it was eight hours, and it was the most beautiful drive, or let's just say unique drive I've been on in my life. It had rained a bunch. It was in June. Ducks in the gullies right next to the road in the water. All kinds of ducks that spend the summer up there in Saskatchewan. You could look off in the distance and see 20 miles away in every direction. When we finally got to Saskatoon, it was uh, not a very big town on a, on a river, and it was incredibly beautiful. Um, I would go back tomorrow. One other thing I was going to talk about from the last hour, we were talking about life being so <sighs> violent and ugly. I came from Harlan County, and, and killing was a way of life there, but it was personal. You would get killed because you violated something to do with my family. It was, it was almost back to the old 1800s dueling mentality. And there was a story that uh, a man uh, came to uh, a judge and he was guilty of stealing somebody's cattle. And uh, the judge sentenced him to six years in jail for stealing cattle. And, and uh, he said, judge, I can't, the lawyer said, judge, I cannot believe you put my client in jail for six years for stealing six cows. And the guy that was just in here a minute ago killed his brother-in-law and you let him off scot-free. The judge looked at the attorney and said, son, there's some men in this county that need killing but there's no cattle that need stealing. That's you got to be from Clark County to understand that one. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the uh, law. Of the way. That's the uh, law. Well, of that land. was the law of that guy's courtroom. That's uh, not the law. Anyway, of land. That's right. all right. So you got some ideas here. Yeah. Well, we were we were just talking. You know, you're uh, of course the the news is just full of. Um, you know, the NFL player, it's full of the speaker, um, you know, the, the ballots on the speaker. But what is the media is not full of, which is a very curious case, which normally they'd be out there trying to sway public opinion. Um, but on this particular one that's being heard today, we've got nothing. In the Supreme Court? Supreme Court. So I'll just give you, give you this quick and dirty. It's called, it's called the Brunson case, B-R-U-N-S-O-N, and you can look it up. But the Brunson case, it's Brunson versus Alma S. Adams at, at all, which she is the clerk of the, you know, she's the new clerk of the house, just started this year. 
And it's been brought to court. Of the uh, House Supreme, of Representatives. Yes, right, correct. Democratic representative from North Carolina. She's the new clerk of House, um, Alma Adams. Okay, Alma. Yeah, Alma S. Adams et al. So she's an everybody. elected representative That's from correct. her district. That's right. Okay. So um, this suit has been brought to the court by four brothers from Utah, none of which are attorneys. Um, and in their case, they make the argument that when Congress certified the election of 2020 without taking the 10 days required to investigate charges of election fraud, that they violated their oaths of office. Now, if agreed by the court, it would require that they would immediately be removed from office, which means 385. In other words, if they won their case. If they won the case, 385 members of Congress would be removed from their positions, including the vice president. 385 or 485? 385 plus Vice President Harris, plus President Biden, plus well, former Vice there's, President there's Pence. 435 yeah, three, total. 291 representatives, 94 senators, plus President Biden. Oh, okay, Biden. you're talking about the, yes. yeah, Kamala uh, Harris. All of Harris, them. Harris, and so then 385 Pence. total. Yeah. Okay, all right, so let, let me back up I'm just up trying here. to get straight okay. That's right. numbers. So, and th- now I want, before everybody goes, God, for Lord, can't the people move on from 2020, you know, whatever. This, no, evidently the January this, 6th commission That's can't. very true. And it's being heard today, by the way. This case is not about electoral fraud. Let me say that again. It is not about electoral fraud. Fraud did not have to occur for this case to move forward. This case is about the failure. Procedure. It's about, exactly, it's the failure of Congress to investigate it, which they are required to do. The last phrases of the House and Senate oath of office read, and I'll grab it, that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. What did they do? They went forward and certified the election regardless. So, for this case to move. How quickly did they do it? Like how many like days? If they had waited one do- more day. So they took nine days yeah, to do they, it. So they did, not re- they did not wait the required 10 days. So for this case. Like, a, move, foot, like a foot fault in it, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's a foot fault. It is interesting. Um, and the, 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 the curious thing is, is that they, um, the, the important national security interests implicated in this case allowed the Brunsons to bypass an appeal that was frozen at the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 10th Circuit and get the case to the Supreme Court which has now scheduled the hearing for today, the Brunson petition for a writ of centurie, I don't know, C-E-R-T-I-O-R-A-R-I. Certeriori. Certeriori. Yeah. This is this Rule 11 you're talking about. Yes. It would require the votes of only four justices to move the case forward. So, all right. In the says the Brunson lawsuit argues all of Congress was put on notice prior to its January 6th vote by more than a hundred of its own members detailing serious allegations of election frauds and calling for a creation of an electoral commission to investigate the allegations. Okay, this is curious. So, and this is not anything new. It's been a long time, but when the results of the 1876 presidential election were in doubt, Congress created a special electoral commission made up of five House members. Yeah, they five kept senators, talking about that and, during 2020. Yes. So it was a very contentious race. It was uh, Rutherford B. Hayes versus Democrat Samuel J. Tilden. All right. Um, in contrast, so in early 2021, Congress had nearly two weeks to investigate before the January 20th date of the presidential inauguration. Had Congress waited even just one more day 
to January 7th, they would have received the long-awaited report reflecting a split in their own conclusion on the fact that they saw clear evidence that the People's Republic of China had interfered in the influence of the outcome of the presidential election. So It wasn't just that. Well, it wasn't just that. But my, the point is, is that, as I said, this is not about, it is not about electoral fraud. It is about the fact that they did not wait, that they did not, they did not fulfill their duty as representatives in the position. Let me just say this. There is no way in hell that the Supreme Court is going to rule in favor of these people. There, listen, they are so, the, I don't even know why they're hearing it because it's a slam dunk deal. There's nobody on that court that has the kahunas or the patience to, and they, they are so aware especially with John Roberts as the chief justice, they are so aware of the political fallout of their decisions. And, you know, I mean, even Amy, some of these people that you thought were going to be really rock rib conservatives, they're waffly on stuff. I mean, this thing will, they're going to hear and, this. And I got to tell you, I agree with you. Because um, I think that, I think that, I think it's the fact that the case actually made it to the Supreme Court is, is a victory is in itself. a victory in itself, right. For it to move forward, probably not likely, only because yeah. um, there is so much at stake. That's Imagine, right. That's the reason. It would literally that's, negate everything in the last That's what years. John Roberts is so conscious of. And it's what's interesting to me in trying to be this real conciliator. And let's just be real sensitive to this. And we're not going to do this when he, of course, he is basically on the side of the liberals all the time. And he's tried to paint himself as this nice guy. People hate his guts. I mean, it's interesting. You, you try to curry favor with the people that don't like you and they end up still not liking you. And then everybody else doesn't like you. It's like Kevin McCarthy. These people try to ride the fence, and there is no fence. You end up with uh, fence posts in your exterior. I mean, you know, you're, you, you, you end up talking like this. Well, and, you know, just, I mean, not even to remind the public that, you know, many of the Supreme Court justices are under severe scrutiny and, and have actually been threatened after Roe versus Wade. Oh, so so with this situation, it is... It's on steroids, and, and and there's another case as well, which is the whole redistricting. Have them, uh, have somebody drive by their their office and put a bullet hole in your window, like happened to us one time. I mean, you know, that was a BB. <laughs> looked like a bullet to me, but anyway, the 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 point is, they're not going to have enough courage. I, I think, even if it's I, right, I, I I'm going to have to say I kind of agree with you. Maybe I'm surprised, you kind of. But I think that what they'll, is the kind of they'll hear the arguments. I think they'll take some time. Maybe they'll ponder. They'll research. They have to. It is. It 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 is. Granted, yeah, well, they, di- distributing it for conference is a far cry from putting it on the docket. So I think the reason that you haven't heard anything in the news about it is because everybody knows it's going to get squelched. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, something I, I could. It, it could a, be a strange thing. It's like. Let's let's say let, let's look at it like this. Let's say there was this impregnable fortress. Uh, okay, um, you remember the first Star Wars movie? 
I was never a Star Wars fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had right. never seen a full Star Wars movie ever. Okay, they shoot a missile. I think it's Star Wars, and it goes down through all these corridors, and it finally hits the power plant of the Death Star against all odds. That one missile gets all the way through the impregnable defenses and hits the bit mi middle of the thing and it blows the whole freaking thing to pieces. Mm. There could be a chance that something could get through all these impregnable defenses that these, um, supplanters or, uh, you know, Posers in Washington, D.C. have built, you know, to strengthen their position. Oh, God, we nobody can ever get us. And something could get through and hit the power plant of the whole thing and blow it to pieces. That would be God's mercy. Here, here, you know, what is God's mercy? God's mercy sometimes is allowing us to see the results of, of our own actions before they completely annihilate us. The results of our own actions before our own actions destroy us. That's merciful. Now, maybe. All right. I don't know. Just, you know, we've yeah. said this before. The walk back is so long. We know so what happened. We know what happened. The walk back is so long, but it can get, it can go... Let me tell you, if your heart is turned, it's all about the heart. The walk back is not so hard. It's if you're fighting it the whole way, that's where it gets hard. You know, accept, accept the consequences. Accept the consequences. Well, I, I'm I'm curious to see how it manages it. All I right, am too. let's let's talk about something local. Um, I don't. There was my little next door. Uh, what do you call that? That email app, the email thing. You know, the next door app, app. Next door app. Yep. And I was I was laughing. Everybody just everybody blew <laughs> up like because they got me. their second property tax bill. Y'all got yours? Sure, I got mine. Oh, yeah, it's sitting on the floor of my car. I so think I've already everybody some coke just on it. just filled with outrage. Not coke. And you know, it's, these are from the very same people Coffee. who couldn't take the time to fill out the petition backs. You know, in the late fall. Um, you know, again, this was about the Fayette County Public Schools. Bunch you know, of no shows. They wanted. There to. was a call, a huge call for people to sign a petition, and and they they didn't like the petition because you had to supply your driver's license, and people thought that that was uh, invasion of invasion of privacy, or thought that something somebody's going to do something retaliatory. With your, um, somebody's going to do something with your the picture of your license, but well, they, they did do something. Yeah, by doing nothing, they have done something. Well, um, so anyway, so, you know, now everybody's all upset because they've gotten this new, you know, property tax bill. And, and again, it's like, it literally was, I'm, I'm watching the same arguments that occurred back in the fall, but on a smaller level now occur on a bigger level, because guess what? It finally has affected the me or mine, your health or your happiness. Yeah. You got a bill, I you know. got an extra bill and everybody's upset about it. But you know, and, and all of a sudden I'm seeing the same questions over and over again. Why, you know, wh how, how could they, how could the board, the Fayette County Public School board members have approved this rate that went, you know, what, what are they doing? How in the world did they increase this? Where's the money going? 
And I actually commented It's briefly, going to building buildings for 400 kids that have 150 kids on them. But, but that, back then, we were, going to tr- we were trying to talk about it on the radio, and I had done all this research ready for a discussion. I don't, I don't think have we, all that. I don't, yeah, I got it right in front of me. You kidding? Got it all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've got a, the highlights of the 2022-23 tentative budget, everything they were going to do. You didn't make all that up, did you? No, I didn't make up any of this. What I sent to you was, was kind of a list. And my question to you was, is the Fayette County Public School in the real estate business? Absolutely. That's what I said to you. School system. Because if you see the comments on the next door. Board of Education. If if you see the next door stuff, people are like, how can you terrible people be complaining about this nominal increase when these kids are in portables and in these, you know, the snakes falling out of the, you know, talking about the the current, um, you know, Conditions. Conditions of the buildings. Okay. And when I sent, when I pulled out the last report that Bay County Public School published themselves. Schools. The schools. It's like more than one. Yeah, schools. Fayette County Public Schools. <laughs> school system. The school system. <laughs> school walls. You look at the school centers, the secondary, the middle, and the high schools. Wait, secondary is the high schools. But you, the high schools, the middle schools, and the elementary schools, like half of them aren't even at capacity. I know. So it's not like that there aren't Could buildings. Could we do like some kind of a thing there at night? There's not. There are buildings that aren't even summer. being filled. Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm sure we're going to get back to the, you know, all of a sudden you want to say that nasty word, redistricting. You know, people don't want to That's go why to Frederick the. Frederick Douglass has got such a good football team. <laughs> but that people don't want to go to That's the one schools of the in the bat, you know, in the less than desirable areas. But okay, so. 2017, 1555 I'm Georgetown Road. Station, baby. 2017, 1555 Georgetown Road. $10.6 million for the STEAM Academy, Academy, which is currently really under capacity, like half. That's the old Imani Church. Exactly. And, they had, of course, they had to rehab it, too, so I don't even know what they spent for that. $10.6 yeah. million. 2019, 450, 450 Park Place, $10 million with almost $7 million in renovations to relocate Central Office from its 701 Main Street. Oh, and by the way, that 701 Main Street is now going to be, it's just sitting there vacant. We still, you know, they you still You talking about it. the old Henry Clay? Yeah, the, the old, old Henry Clay across the street from, uh, from you know, the bakery, McGee's Bakery. Um, and, so, and Biscuit Billy. Yeah. And so... Hey, we, I went there. So now that they've proposed in this new thing, $17.5 million to renovate that main street, which is now, you know, there's no nothing there um, because there's a scapa, which they had problems with the parking. I thought for that was the, in Lafayette. <laughs> they want to move scapa to the 701 main street. What was street. it, Lafayette? Scapa. Scapa. Yeah. Scapa. It's like a shell but, game or something. But let, let, let's, let's back up again. In 2017, Almost eleven million dollars for Steam Academy, not including the renovations. Two years later, another seventeen million to well, relocate central office. That's why you're getting the tax increase. That's why you're getting In twenty twenty, they bought Hundred Midland Avenue, which is the old Lexington uh, Herald building, and which they've just started. You're work just on. now seeing exactly, and that's probably the only one that I think I don't have a problem with because it's a consolidated, um, you know, career and technical education. They're basically putting the. And then there's that thing out on Leestown Road. What's and that then, thing called? Well, and then in 2022, they bought 2160 Versailles Road for 10, $10.1 million for, quote-unquote, innovative uses. Yeah. They didn't even tell you what they were going to do with that. And in 2023, $17.5 million to redo those. So I, I'm a little confused. Well, and 
When you pay your property tax on your uh, stuff, on your property, real estate, 93 cents out of every dollar goes to the school system. But that's not enough, mind you. They have to keep raising it. So everybody right, in this town's been asleep at the switch, and they have not been paying attention. Look at our mayor's race. Wake up, folks. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. You That's a wrap for this it's week. We will talk to you next week.